Before we started this show, Billy's like, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> so Billy's ready, Billy's ready to go. I mean, you said it in the chat right now. You just said, here we go. So we're ready here to do this. Here we go. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to another Channel 11 for you today, where me and Billy are going to talk about a bunch of topics about skating and get everybody involved in the chat and stuff like that. How are you doing today, Billy? I'm doing good, thanks. Nice, bright and early. Nice uh, Thursday. Got a lot coming up this week. Got a lot coming up next week. A lot happening in blading. We got the Frankie Morales events. thing coming up coming up this weekend. Uh, and two weeks from there, we got the Blading Cup. So much happening. Uh, if you're going to the Frankie Morales, you can catch us, me and John Bellino at the Mesmer booth. We're going to be there. We're going to have some shirts, some hats, some stuff. So come through. Check it out. It should be fun. Um, but... If you're joining us for the first time or if you're joining us for the hundredth time, please, if you don't already, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We have a Facebook. You can give us a like. We have a YouTube. Hit the subscribe button, the notification bell. You can leave a comment. All these interactions really help boost us up in the algorithm. We have an iTunes. You can give us a five-star rating and a review. All these things are very helpful for us. And we also have a Patreon. You can be a member of our Patreon community for as little as $3 a month. When you become a Patreon, you have exclusive access to some of our uh, exclusive content, which is inside outs. Those are our trick tips. We have section reviews. We have three pieces. We have all kinds of things. And we have a lot of things that we're working on right now. So uh, stay tuned for that. And that is my spiel. I feel like it was a fast, a fast one for today. A fast? I feel like it was a fast one for today, but. You got Dutch on us. You got Dutch? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's cool. We have, uh, yeah, on our, our Patreon page, we just put, like, some behind the scenes of the last episode we shot to see, like, how we, we set everything up. Uh, put up um, uh, Inside Out with Billy, like, last week also. is a couple more coming out, so stay tuned for all those. Um, we don't have any new Patreon supporters this week, but I did, on the subject of subscribing, I just looked up the analytics right now. 39% of our viewers aren't subscribed to the channel. So if you're watching now, please subscribe. You Clearly want to be here for a reason. So help us out. Subscribe to the channel. And that way you get notified every time we go live because we almost always go live. You're muted, Billy. 39% are not subscribed. Yes. So it's so crazy. It's so crazy when you think about like the world <laughs> that we live in. I'm going to go on a little rant real quick. <laughs> okay, Bro, let's hear it. It's like, you know, everything is free <laughs> in today's world. I remember when I was a kid, I used to have to buy all the stuff, the CDs, the tapes. It's all free. You get everything is free. And all the people who you listen to, the, your favorite artists, favorite podcasts, they're not, they're not seeing nothing. They're just doing it for free. All you got to do is literally press a like button or a follow button. That's it. That's all you got. It's like, it takes one second. Doesn't cost you and anything. Pe and people are just like, nah, F them. We don't care. <laughs> so big shout out to the I – actually, I actually respect that energy. So if you're saying F us and not hitting the notification bell – I respect that energy. I used to I used to be like a little kid before. I used to be like that. <laughs> so shout out I'm to sorry. the 61% of you, though, who are subscribed. Shout out to the 61%. I'm not trying to make it negative. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode. We have Blank sponsoring this episode. If you haven't already seen it, check out the new Blank 2023 Teamscape. In available, uh, available in limited edition pigeon blue colorway. Very cool. Very unique colorway. Um, the skate is designed by, you know, the whole Blank team. Uh, they wanted to provide a skate that has everything with like super superior products right out the box so that you could just get them on and get going. Uh, it has 60 millimeter hydrogen wheels and twin cam bearings. 
uh, direct mount one piece sole plate, uh, provides a strong connection from the frame directly to the shell, uh, premium V2 memory foam liner that works with their really nice footbed too. The footbed is super good quality, um, works to provide optimal comfort and stability. Uh, depending on where you are in the world, the skate is going to be available between now and November 15th in us sizes six to 12 and a half. Um, it's a little cheaper price point than the Sean Keen skate that was previously available by Blank. Uh, the uh, the Blank 2023 Team Skate is available for only $299 to accommodate for a more budget-friendly option for a premium skate. So everybody, go check out BlankRollingProducts.com to learn more about the 2023 Team Skate. There's a cool video on there. There's a lot of nice photos, nice um, videos, more specs on the skate. Check it out, BlankRollingProducts.com. Check out that new skate. That shit looks hot. Hell yeah. I never heard of Pigeon Blue. It's a thing now. I thought pigeons were gray. By the way, honest. on a little side note, did you see the the anti-bird rally in Washington Square Park? I know you follow out on a lot of New York accounts. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that reminds I saw me. That. That. <laughs> and people yeah. are like booing the pigeons because they think they're like from the government or something. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta give it up to humans, man. It's just like, it's been a really good like two or three years. If you were like an observer of humanity, it's 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 a great time. You know, it's a really interesting stuff happening. There's a lot. There's always something going on in New York too. Always something going on. Oh my god, it's the it's the best. You can you can go to Washington Square Park any day in the summer and you'll see something. Always. Um, we have a WTF this week. Let's give it up. This WTF is brought to us by our Patreon supporter, Kevin Carter Borth. And this is from Kenny and Andrew Scherf. Um, we had Levy on, and I know I, you were saying that I talked that he was like the coffin guy, but this is another coffin trick. Um, if anyone has any coffin tricks, these are very interesting. I've seen um, Lorik from Canada posted one very similar to this also. Um, this is a few years old, but this is still epic and has to be shared. Coffin slide underneath barely making the clearance too with the hat and then his brother andrew front size over him <laughs> and he comes up like a g2 which i like also like looking back at the ledge like what or the rail okay so so bear with me this is what i'm thinking okay right? this is what i think we should do okay we should get as many coffin type tricks as possible since we're like right around the corner from halloween oh, okay and and then we put all the coffin tricks to like this halloween track and in slow motion, and it's like, um, no, okay. Spooky. I'm just spooky. Can it, spooky. Can we call it the monster mesh edit? Can we just play the monster mesh? Dude, that's a really good one, by the way. And you have to be flat down to get through that. I've known Kenny for a while, and I've always called him out on his coffin slides. Every time we're together, I'm like, you got to do a coffin slide. You got to do one. And that so far has been the most epic one that I've seen so far. So shout out to Kenny and uh, Andrew Sher for doing that. Um, before we carry on with our topic, I just want to. Remind everybody that if you haven't already, please check out Jump Supplements. Billy and I personally handpicked a few supplements to, that we felt help skaters, help us you know, with our joints, our well-being, make us feel better so that we could skate more comfortably and in turn skate longer, which is what we all want to do. Everything from our uh, Ultra Joint Flex, the CBD oil, platinum turmeric, uh, multivitamins, some krill oil, all these things are going to help us skate good, skate better make our joints and everything feel better and our well-being. So please go check out jumpsups.com. That's J-U-M-P-S-U-P-P-S.com. Uh, we have free domestic shipping in the U.S. 
and internationally we are shipping to the uk canada australia and italy if you buy uh bundles bottles of three or more you can save thirty dollars forty dollars so those big savings on bundles if you buy them in bulk so check them out jumpsubs.com and that is my spiel it's fantastic i love it it was a little it was a little faster as you would say okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool jump subs man i love yeah. it we have a we have a cool cool topic today i also want to say that this is brought to us by our patreon member tree tree rudolph who suggested this in our patreon if anyone else has any channel 11 suggestions too please drop them in the comments below let us know what you think we should talk about on the show also if you're listening on like itunes or spotify or any other audio listening platform for this podcast there's gonna be a lot of video references in this we got taken down off youtube so we have a vimeo link to the video now make sure you go to jumpstreetpodcast.com and we will have the Vimeo video up on there. We also have the link in our Instagram as well. So this one isn't going to be on YouTube. If you are listening, uh, just highly recommend that you check this out for the visuals because there's going to be a lot of references during this episode. But if you're listening to this on iTunes and uh, you don't have the opportunity to watch anything and you're just like, dang, I can't. You know what? Go back. We just did a podcast with Ariel Saroon. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Uh, 134, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, you're correct. Uh, and it was really good. It was really good. Check that out. Yeah. So let's get cracking with this. We are going over blading moments in the mainstream. So these are movies, commercials, um, things that were on TV, seen by millions and millions of people with skating in them. And it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, what was done in the background, you know, who was involved, uh, how skating was portrayed in these in these videos. So it's going to be really interesting to check this out and fun to talk about, too. So. Let's yeah. jump into the studio real quick. Hang on, Billy. Whoop. Hey. <laughs> We're back. We're back. All right. Just like that. Where it all started. <laughs> it looks the same, Here doesn't it? Are. You can't Unbelievable. even tell. Unbelievable. Can't yeah. even tell. Um, what were you about to say? I'm sorry. No, I was, I was going to say it's, it's, I'm, I'm actually really interested to go through this uh, blading in the mainstream because a lot of us older skaters, when we were younger, it, was, it wasn't uncommon to see blading on TV and blading in movies, blading on MTV, mm -hmm. these sorts of things. But um, ever since Tony Hawk said no and he told the media that we can't do it anymore, everyone was like, we can't, we can't put blading in the media anymore Tony and Hawk shut us down. It's, I know it's a wild conspiracy theory. I'm starting <laughs> it right now. Yeah, okay, about to but, say. Tony Hawk said no more blading <laughs> to the ESPN executives. And then everyone had to like stop putting on. He's like, oh, Tony, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going wacky. It's early. I'm making this up. It's a Tony Hawk likes theory, skaters, but though. it's been. A, I don't believe that. You it's been a long that? time. No, I don't believe that. Oh, damn. OK, so this is a conspiracy theory. OK, no. Well, it's not a conspiracy <laughs> theory that that you're starting that Tony Hawk w pushed to get blading out of the X Games. That's that's well known. Oh, OK. Yeah. I mean, unless Arlo's a liar. Arlo, are you a liar? We'll have you on the podcast again. And we'll make you say it again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, no, no. I'm, forget all that conspiracy theory stuff. I'm kidding. But uh, it's been like 20 years since you used to see blading on TV pretty frequently. And it's been yeah. a long time since you've seen it. Like we've seen it. I don't know. For whatever reason, it was stricken or decided to be like a, a, a persona non grata as a company or as a, as a culture in, in the, in the world. Uh, it's interesting to go through these moments, you know, we see where blading was in movies and on TV in the hot pockets, skating with Tony the tiger in the hot pockets, you know, all this <laughs> stuff. 
Did, was there a hot pocket one? Or are you just no? I'm thinking about Sunny D actually. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm mixing well, we got, it up. We got a lot of good ones. Well, you mentioned the 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 Tony the Tiger one, so maybe we'll kick it off with that one real quick. This is from, um, if my calculations are correct, um, I don't know what year this was actually. Do you know what year this was? Like '97 maybe. Um, which one? The Frosted Flakes one. Yeah, I think that's '97. It sounds about right. With our boy, with our boy Calvin Sales, who. Uh, <laughs> Beat Rollins and Rivera. His claim to fame is beating Rollins and Rivera and Hoax too, which were Calvin was like a little, you know, not known skater, kind of like a street skater from New York. Came out to the banks, right day, right time. Hoax two crew was there. He battled Rollins and Rivera. He got famous and look, it led to a Frosted Flakes commercial. So in this commercial, you got Tony the Tony the Tiger rollerblading. You got <laughs> which is cool Calvin. too. Yeah. I remember Calvin like told me pretty like in depth about this commercial. He said they flew oh, really? him and his mom. Yeah, they they flew him and his mom out to California. Um, so they had the vert ramp, and then they brought him to like some big kink row. I don't know if it's in this. Yeah, it is. But I think, okay, I, so, think so, I think Tony hits it also. Yeah, look, oh, there I'm it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that's not like the that's some huge kink row. Like, yeah, it's big. And they basically like fly him out from New York. You know, he's like a New York City guy. Fly him out, and they're like, "Hey, come to this." They took him like to the vert ramp. He's like, oh, "Okay, I got this." But then he took him out to the kink row. I don't know. That's kind of it, that's a, a tall ask. It is because you're right. That is a big kink rail. Um, yeah. Also, I'm curious what and Tony and Tony front sided it. Tony did right behind him too. It even wait for him to finish the rail. He, Tony obviously isn't a skater because he has no skate etiquette. All right. He follows Calvin right on the rail. You don't see that unless too often. he just really trusts Calvin like that. <laughs> um, but I was wondering what was going on with this clip right here, where he like flips upside down looking at the camera. That's pretty gnarly, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, those were like that. Was, that was Calvin's trick, like Barani, you know, like looking at the camera too. That's that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. No, but I would imagine like you know, I feel like a lot of these things, uh, these sports type things, that when these like uh, big companies work with them. Like a lot of it is gorilla, you know, they come out with some ideas, but then it's like whatever works. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, can you like, you know, can you flip over the camera and look at the camera? Yeah, yeah. And then I can see, you know, Calvin, I can see him being like, that was cool, by the way. He looked cool when he had the spoon on his nose. <laughs> he turned around and he kind of shrugged. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is cool. I'm sorry. This is like a cool guy. <laughs> As like a lot of the things that we're watching, some might be questionable. I think overall, especially for the time that it was, Calvin made skating look really good in this. He represented really well. Calvin's an actual street skater from New York, too. He's not like just like a stuntman or something like that. He he pulled it off really well. I doubt he had any input on the direction of the commercial itself, but the tricks and everything were crazy looking. I think he made skating look really good. And he looked like a badass right there, too. Look at that look on his face. Where was that? There you go. No, he was, he look was at a really mean mugging. cool. Look at a mean mugging. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. I think he said, I think he said there, don't forget your spoon. I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what he said, but this is an awesome commercial. This is great. I like, this is one of my favorites that we're going to do today. We kicked it off on a high, but we're going to keep it high still. Anything else to say about this one, Billy, before um, we move on? No, I love that. I mean, I just like, you know, think about what that must have been like for Calvin, you know, like coming up New York City skater, you know, like a teenager, um, I'm guessing. Yeah, you're a teenager. You're in high school, and you're skating with Tony Tony the Tiger. That's incredible. Yeah, you're on commercials and shit. Yeah. Um, all so, right. So, so we're gonna one. go. Good, good, good pick. Good, yeah, good one. Um, 
we're going to do something a little more recent now. A lot of these things are from, like Billy said, from the 90s or early 2000s. This is probably the most recent one we have here, but this is really cool. This is from Alita, which is a movie that came out in 2019, which has a lot of skaters in it. Um, some just off the top, Frankie Morales, Dave Lang, Julian Ba, Miguel Ramos, Katie Ketchum. Um, Corey Miller was in the credits too for this, I saw. I don't remember seeing Corey Miller skating in it. Um, Chris Haffey and Wake Shetman also. So this is really Wild. cool because this is a little more recent as well. Um, but this is the the scene. What are they doing here? Playing motorball when Alita mm. first gets introduced to motorball. I haven't seen this entire movie. Have you, Billy? Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw it in the movie theater. There's oh. Julian. Yeah. Julian is so distinct. Julian and Frankie. There's Dave. There's and, Frankie. And Frankie. Yeah. Boom. That's Dave one, with the slam that's dunk. That's just Dave. Yeah. yeah. That's just Dave doing that, Dave things. That no, that's what I'm saying. It's not even like they're not even trying to dress him up. It's yeah. just Dave, like yeah. for sure. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I didn't realize that. Also, they let everyone keep their kind of identity. Like Julian's still very much Julian. Frankie's yeah. still like Frankie's he dreads Frankie. flopping around and shit. Yeah. I mean, Frankie has been the most marketable skater for like 20 years. Yeah, probably in my opinion, that, actually. Oh, there's Dave. Yeah, there's like there's, that's really. Dave, <laughs> it's really Dave. Yeah, it's cool. You know being... what I mean? Like they put the CGI on like a lot of other people, yeah. but they just like let Dave rock in yeah. his face. And I wonder what the some skates... of these blades skates are crazy, right? The actual skates that they were using. Yeah, it's just fascinating to think because, like, wheels on shoes seems like pretty you know common sense as, as a thing, but uh -huh. um, it, it's it's weird them them trying to like make these. These futuristic type ones, it's it's know, really, it, it's cool. I wonder how it was to actually skate because I looked at the close-ups and you could see that they're actually like those are the skates that they're actually using, at least what it looks like anyway. So it can't be easy. I, yeah, it's got to be tough. I mean, that guy right there, some of it, you can see like some of the in-between scenes where they look like they're having a, t a tough time, you know? Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, unless that's good acting on their part, who knows? Yo, let's invent a sport. With blading based it? Based off... Based off this, no, we'll do we'll do it like this. Yeah, this we got to do this. We got to make this real. This is cool. <laughs> uh, on our on our last episode, when we had Ariel on. He was saying that he did everything in skates when he first skated. Like he played basketball with his skates on and everything. Like I was thinking how funny that would be to actually do that at like a, a, a blading cup or a winter clash or something like that. Have like a basketball game with everyone plays on skates or something. It'd be so funny to see that. It'd be mm -hmm. such a struggle. A little kicker to the slam dunk. Who thought of this? Like, who invented this? Like, who concept? I'm so, I'm so curious. I have so many questions about this. I don't know, but in the not-so-distant future, it looks like it's going to be a hit. It looks cool. <laughs> anyway, that was awesome. That was really big. And me and me and my wife um, saw this in the movie theater, and we waited, and we watched the credits so we could see, like, all the yeah. homies' names and stuff. We were just standing there clapping, like, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. No, we were taking pictures on, with our camera. Oh, sick. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I think... Um, as far as what do you think as far as like representing skating did they do a good job in this one yeah i think so i think they did a good job you know it's uh i feel like skating and i feel like skateboarding and like bmx has has the same issue it's like there's always like the the challenge of trying to condense it and make it understandable to like the mainstream public and a lot of the times the way to do that is through like competition format even though that's like not the source of what it is that we do you know it's a more of a creative endeavor but the competition format really makes the people who are not involved understand it. And in this context, it's like it's like a pseudo 
uh, competition format that's like behind in a movie, but even that, like it, it comes off really good. I think it does. I think it does a good job and um, yeah. it's cool. They make the guys look good. And I like how they have like some of, some of our friends in there, you know, seeing Dave, seeing Frankie. Um, it's cool. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they did a good job in this also. And like we said before, I just like the representation of everyone still had their own style of how they, how they skate. Cause I think that brought a lot of like actual skating personality to the table as far as representing it in an actual movie. So kudos to those guys. That was awesome. Uh, moving on to the next one. We have, this is a quickie. We have a, a 1-800-CALL-ATT ad with, with Brian Smith from 1995, if my research is correct. Um, so again, back to the 90s. Here we go. This is skating in the 90s. Blast this is Brian industry. Smith? Yeah, Brian Smith. Wait, the famous photographer used to rollerblade? <laughs> Who'd have thunk? No way. <laughs> yes way. Crazy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, Brian Smith is a legend, man. Wow. He did so much shit before he was famous for being a photographer, too. Like, And it's funny that it came from skating, you know? Like, that's not something that a lot of people could say. Yeah. And um, with man. this, I, I don't know if he did all the skating. I'm curious if he did all the skating in this. Like, that, that was crazy, yeah, by the way, that backflip. Yeah, I mean, he's that definitely capable. That backflip was 100% him. Yeah, he's definitely capable of doing all this shit. But I'm just curious if yeah. just anyone else was involved, like, because you can't really see. I mean, I guess it probably I'm, is all him. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say no, because that backflip is definitely him. Because that's the Hulk's. backflip he did in Hoax 2. Yeah. Exactly. It's the same same style. Yeah. And the other tricks don't require much more than him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, so. That's true. And then. You know, the girl looks back at him like he's the cool guy that he is. Mm -hmm. I think this overall gave blading a good look, too, in the 90s. It, it was it was authentic, you know, street skating, which is a serious thing. Um, I don't remember exactly what he was saying or anything like that. But it's cool. He got some serious FaceTime in there, too. Like, legit, the camera's right up on his face on an ad that was played across the country. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and, and, and not to be uh, forgotten, he... He famously kissed, uh, what's her face? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, correct. Mm -hmm. On Friends. In, in his prime, in, their, in her prime. That was... And they're friends now, too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, one of these days, Brian actually expressed interest in being on the podcast. He told Brandon Smith. Mm -hmm. And then he said, uh, email him. I emailed him. I never heard back. <laughs> He's a busy guy. Which I guess is understandable, but hopefully We're going to get him. We have to get him on one Five-hour episode, at least. Because yeah. he's an absolute we have legend in the sport. But yeah, yeah that, that was pretty cool. What, what do you think? You think it was a good representation of skating for this? It's a perfect representation of the 90s. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. At least our is... skating in the 90s, you know? Yeah. Because there's going to be a lot of representations of skating in the 90s coming up. And not all of them are going to look this cool. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, yeah. so we should let's go on go. to the next one then. Yeah, so let's go. Next one. Uh we have next one is a big one that most people, this is another great one too. This is a one that people are probably very familiar with is from the movie airborne, of course, with Chris Edwards. Classic. Um, yeah. Airborne came out in 1993. Damn. Almost 30 years ago. Holy crap. And this is the, this is just one of many six scenes from Chris, but this is the one that, you know, it was on YouTube. It was easy to find. So we, we put it in this. This is like um, him just showing off pretty much, you know, for the most part. 
Okay, I'm gonna say this, and I might have said this on that was dope. That was like a real fast slide back back yeah. then. You weren't supposed to balance fast slides. That's why they were called fast slides. Yeah, just I don't think people thought they were possible. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that was like what the idea of the fast slide was right there. Mm -hmm. And um, I gotta say, this movie, I, I I don't think since this is the part, this is the sequence that we're watching. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, which I'm sure most have, but if you haven't, rewatch the end sequence where they race down devil's backbone. Mm -hmm. I don't care whether you rollerblade, you hate rollerblading, whatever the case is. It is like the, one of the best filmed sports sequences like ever. It's like a 20 minute, like choreographed, like race down a hill under trucks down, like jumps downstairs. Like this whole, the sequence and choreography is just like insane. They like, gap onto it, the it, truck it's, too. It's one of the best blading choreographed things that has ever happened. And it happened like, 30 years ago, right? No, it's, it's 30 years old. Yeah. And it's, you know, what if you just think of what's watch that to to think of what's possible or what could be with skating, like, you know, a lot just like these sequences mm -hmm. of skating, like highly talented performers in like with a storyline, like in a race. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I watched it. I was really impressed after watching it years later. Yeah, it was hard for me to find certain scenes from the movie in decent quality. That was sure. insane. A, a lot of this whole vert sequence was insane. All of those clips. And that was insane. Do you remember we had a, a little skate spot like this too? Like I think the Rosebank one is just playing some plywood on the floor like that, skating up to the ramp in the woods. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Definitely airborne inspired there. This is really sick. And it's just like this is another one that really made like Chris did an awesome job in this, making skating look sick. This is what it was. This is super early too. This is before like. I, this is 1993, so the first grind on a rail was 91, 92, I forget. No, what 92. 92. Whoa, so, October 21st, 1991. 91, okay, right? so this is still pretty new. But it wasn't like, balanced, really, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was just like the tap on the rail, but it shows like what skating, how it progressed so much since then in that short amount of time. Most of it is due to Chris, but like he's hitting rails here. He's doing McTwist, like 10-foot high McTwist on a vert ramp which you don't see from a lot of people nowadays. So uh, definitely ahead of its time in this movie. And obviously, since it's Chris Edwards doing it, all these are legit. You know, there's no like stuntman or anything for, for him. He's just straight up killing it here. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like reasons like this, you know, are the reason you got to look back sometimes and realize like some of the work. Uh Dude, Edwards, man. Wow, what a legend. Yeah, and we had, we had him on the show uh, a while back, a couple years ago. So he, we go in depth about his whole experience with Airborne, and he had nothing but good things to say about it. And check that episode out if you haven't seen it already, because he had a lot to, to say about it from other scenes as well in this, like Billy said before. But still, super cool. A lot of this shit is crazy and ahead of its time, and they did a good job with this. I approve. Real quick, this is it. The hand plant. He's about to land right on the line. <laughs> and the guy lets go right in time. It's so crazy. Wow. We, do we know who the other guy was or no? Maybe Chris might have mentioned who who else. He did it. mention it. It, it. it is on one of these episodes uh, that we had with Chris. So go back yeah. and check that out. I think it's yeah. like episode 99. There's a lot of and, info with that yeah. stuff. So definitely, yeah. definitely check that out. And again, if you haven't seen that movie, you got to see Airborne. Uh, you have to see Airborne. You have to see Airborne. Let's do... Okay, we're going to switch it up a little bit here. This is from a McDonald's commercial. I don't know the year. It's had to have been early 90s as well. I wouldn't even say mid or late 90s. It's straight up like early 90s because 
you're going to be able to see straight up from the, the style of skating in this that it was a, a different look for rollerblading at the time. The bright colors, Yo, the spandex. People don't understand how new rollerblading really was, man. In the in the eight, it was a kind of like a revolutionary thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, it took the world by storm in the nineties. You know, you, we we know the facts. We seen literally nobody yeah. thought about putting wheels in a row before that. <laughs> Everyone was like, "There's a line in this where it was like, can your life get better than this? You bet your spandex." <laughs> And then what? It shows like a Big Mac. And it, and it, it's this is right here. Yeah. 50, oh my god! Cent. Can get better. Yeah. Fifty nine, sixty nine cents <laughs> for a cheeseburger. That's a good price. What? <laughs> I I I personally, I mean, this isn't like the aggressive skating representation. It's just straight up rec blading. This is probably like the team rollerblade error. Um, Chris also talked about this. Chris Edwards talked about this on the show too. Yeah. Because yeah. he kind of started off with this. Um, mm -hmm. but definitely representation of rollerblading in the sport, not ideal for us, I guess at the time, but that's kind of what it was, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I, I, I embrace these roots. You know what I mean? I think yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. It's, it is what it is. Like, it's just people trying to, they're on blades and they're trying to figure out how the wheels work, man. They're swiveling <laughs> around, you know, it's cool. Is that SoCal I mean, vibe I, I, I at the time? Yeah, I think I think a lot of like what like skateboarding was going for at the time, and then what and what we had going on made them be like, oh, this is that, and this is whatever, man. It's blades. It's cool. Like people figuring it out, and um, yeah, man. It's I I know that like Chris talked about when they started like grinding on rails and doing these things, they really tried to make a gap between what yeah. this is and what they were doing, mm -hmm. like a conscious decision, like uh, in, in Dare to Air and like these things, mm -hmm. like where. We're gnarly, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then all the evolution of that, that influenced like the future generations to come and whatever everyone perceived as what blading was, you know? It's like, I think it depends like where you were born, what year you were born. Like you ask someone what blading is and you'll get like a completely different answer or you get like a different idea of what it is because to, to a lot of people, this is their first image of what blading was, you know? Mm -hmm. And to, to some people, it's like Chris Haffey, one eating that huge gap in in leading the blind yeah. is their first experience with blading. So, um, for me, that this was like kind of like some of the beginning things of of blading. And uh, you know, to me as a young kid, I, I was like, "Whoa!" Like wheels on your skates. That's so cool, man. Like wheels on your feet. Yeah. So, so yeah, my some of my first skates I embrace were like, this. It's my point. I embrace this. Yeah, some of my first skates were like just power blade, rec blades, colorful like pink and yellow straps on them too so it's the same thing for me also and but we were in the same boat too i think uh like in the 2000s we kind of also still wanted to separate ourselves from this kind of look and stuff and but now there's so much stuff going on so many different avenues of skating that it's all cool and anybody buying skates right now is, is benefiting us one way or another and it's it's just awesome to see but dude this look is back it is does anyone know Parker Richardson? This isn't too. <laughs> this isn't too different from what he's doing right now with the, the shades, or what about the Viper? The Viper uh, shades. You know the company. Oh yeah, Viper? he does be rocking. Yeah, yeah. It, no, but that's, these are the same glasses. Like yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah, it's Full true. circle. It all comes around. All and nineties around. Nineties yeah, making a huge comeback. So we're gonna see more of this. <laughs> that's the that's oh. the McDonald's commercial from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> wait wait we're gonna see more of that <laughs> we're gonna see more of that we're gonna see more of that oh, wait no. just wait it's gonna come back it's gonna come back um 
along with Airborne, you know, there was a, another movie from the 90s that made a, a big impact on a lot of people. And it was uh, it was Brink. So Brink was like the Disney version of playing in the mainstream. Brink is from 1998. So this is five years after Airborne came out. And um, me and you watched this, I think, for the first time a few years yep. ago, right? I yeah. saw this for the first time like two or three years ago. <laughs> yeah, like, me too. Uh, because this was a Disney Channel uh, movie, and this is back before like Netflix and Hulu. And um, at my house, we didn't have premium channels, and we were yeah. we were also late to get cable as well, which a lot of people who are younger probably won't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but basically, if you didn't have the Disney Channel, there was no YouTube access to like watch this. Like, so yeah. if you didn't have Disney, you didn't watch it. That was it. Yeah. So like Same years went too. by, and I just. I just never, never, ever, never saw it. Yeah. And then three years ago or two years ago, Austin and I watched it for the first time. And it, yeah, I don't, I don't, what do you think about it? <laughs> it's weird. The whole concept in general of this. So the concept of this movie was that Brink was like a soul skater, quote, soul skater, skating just for fun. That's it. And then he went to like, he, he sold out, I guess, you know, right. He, he started skating for, uh, I forgot the other team. Pup and Suds was the smaller one, whatever. But he started skating for the other X team. Blades. He, X Blades. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He sold out. But, like, I mean, like, is it even possible to sell out now on in rollerblading? <laughs> like, is that even a thing these days? Yeah. I mean, you know, like a lot of D- Disney movies, I think I think there's, like, the surface message and then the, the deeper message, right? So, like, the 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 surface message is, like, Oh yeah, there's Brink. He, he there's the soul skaters. They skate for fun, and Brink has the temptation to be sponsored and not skate for fun and make a living. And you know he has stresses in life that his family need dough. They want to yeah. get him a job. All these things that like a young adolescent might face in their formative years. Mm. But um, and then yeah, they it's it's through blading. Like you know, it's like these two teams, and it's it's a story of friendship and. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm doing like a, sum, a, a summarization of the thing, but but generally, like it's um, as far as like the skating bit was concerned, it was cool to see them like use blading because any of these concepts you can use any medium with, like you know, um, friends and struggling or like whatever hardships in life. You know, Eight Mile famously uses like uh, hip hop as like mm-hmm. that to tell the story, but any story of struggle you can use any medium to tell and yeah. it's cool to see them like having utilized blading in this way where they kind of like um you know it's even like to hear some of the trick names on like on like uh i guess this didn't come out in the theaters but it was like a, a, a straight to disney release movie mm-hmm. but it's cool to hear like those you know i, don't know, I think they talk about like a, a Liu kang or like a back like royale grinds you know yeah it's th- these are like you know it's like our culture's vocabulary that like stays and lives with us and like mm-hmm. to hear like kind of, kind of some of that terminology go out it reminds me when i was a kid when i was young used to skate around like uh the neighborhood like fifth grade sixth grade and because blading was in the mainstream people knew some things about blading mm-hmm. so people who did not skate would walk by me and be like hey do a misty flip mm-hmm. do a misty flip so it's like that's yeah. like the way that like when our when our culture goes out into the mainstream then some of the that terminology uh, leaks out there too and kind of becomes part of the mainstream which hel- helps bring our stuff out into the mainstream yeah um, it's obviously since died a bit but it was just cool to see some of those things happening you know yeah and it's uh i don't know if you call it before but somebody had the, a radar gun in the crowd and clocked them at 42.5 miles an hour which is like i don't know anyone goes 42 miles an hour especially in skates like that but yeah like 
they're they're using real skates. They have rollerblade like Dirks and stuff. They had the Solomons on there. I just it was cool because there was like real representation of skating in this, and there are real tricks in the movie besides like this downhill scene. But skating was never really actually like this, right? Am I wrong? Like I I never seen this in the real world before. <clears throat> no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you know, the two mainstream movies we have. It ends in a race like this, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's like it's it, it really makes you wonder, like or think outside of the box and like how to like kind of push some of these ideas onto the mainstream public. That's true. But yeah, it's really fascinating to to see like um, just also like it's well, it's great to have like the people who they got they got real skaters involved. Mm-hmm. They had Jake Elliott who was a Solomon pro skater at the time. They had him doing stunts and acting. He was on team X blades. He's the blonde hair guy with the blue eyes. Matt Andrews was in there. I didn't uh, catch. I, I looked in the credits too, to find like skaters names. And I couldn't find anybody I recognized. Salima Sanga, Matt Andrews. Oh, so uh, Salima. Um, yeah. I remember Salima. Was there's there. Jake right there. That was Jake. Was it? That's that's him. That's Jake oh, Elliott right there. Okay. He was in me- medium smell the glove. If you don't know who he is, he's yeah. a bit of an older school skater. G three, I think. But, yeah. He's, you know, he's like, uh, kind of OG. He was like one of the first guys on like the early Solomon team, uh, which is what led to being in this movie, like the mm-hmm. connections through Solomon, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So No, this is really cool. This is yeah. definitely blew up skating a ton in the 90s. Disney was huge. This helped put skating on the map and I guess kind of sent like blueprints in a way for like X Games type shit because there was a lot of contests like that in this in this movie. So yeah, there you go. That's Brink for you. If you don't have the Disney Channel right now, you can still watch it online. <laughs> Airborne. Okay, so like now, just a, I don't know. I don't even know. This is a basic statement. Brink is cool for kids, but looking back as an adult, it's like, man, this is so freaking cheesy. It's ridiculous. It is. But Airborne is st- still rocks. Yeah. I still. <laughs> Airborne is still dope. I watched Airborne just the other day. It's is dope. So huge shout out, Seth Green, Jack Black. Come on Jump Street. They're not going to come on Jump Street. Come on <laughs> Jump Street, though. When we get Jack Black and Seth Green on Jump Street, that'd be mm. that'd be crazy. Um, all right, cool. So we're keeping it moving. And it's funny that you... Uh, well, we're, This is a Gap commercial from 1998. And this has rollerbladers and skateboarders as well. Um, it's funny you mentioned Tony Hawk before, too, because Tony Hawk actually posted this on his Instagram a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know who is involved in this, but... There are a bunch of skaters in there. Clearly, some of them don't skate. They're just like dancers, maybe. But there is like some actual rollerblading in it as well with skateboarding. And this is at a time when skating and skateboarding didn't really get along too well, which is weird that this was all together in, in one thing. Um, what do you make of this commercial? It's a different look for sure. Yeah, I mean, blading in khakis is is a choice. You know what I mean. And some people can make it work out well. I don't know. They can get dirty, but the commercial itself is yeah, it's very Gap style. Like Gap had like the marketing thing where like it was a white page back in the day. So mm-hmm. uh, Bashi had like a similar ad in a magazine yeah. doing a Gap ad. It was a mute, mm-hmm. and it had kind of like the same feeling, right, with the white background. Yeah. And um, it's interesting to see that Tony Hawk posted this. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, at, at least to my understanding, uh, Tony Hawk played an integral ro- role in getting blade, uh, rollerblading out of the X Games, but that was when we were at a more immature state. Uh, as the years progressed, I heard he had some kinder things to say about it. So who knows? 
you probably don't give a damn when you're worth like a hundred million dollars and you've already won. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But it's um it's cool to see that he reposted this and you know showed some love to. I mean, to me, I, I mean, it's I, I don't think the things that we do are too different. You know, I just think they're different no, subcultures, the same idea. The fact that uh, they're looked at so radically different is just is is odd to me. But yeah, you know. We're skating the same ramps. The side surf, man. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's Pumping so it, sick. too. Pumping it. <laughs> I love that. Yo, yeah. bring the side surf back. Like, I was learning a move, and I guess it's called a mohawk from, like, wizardy kind of moves or, like, slalom maybe style. It's called a mohawk. But, yeah, we call it, like, side surf, no, crab not. walk, crab walk, yeah, stuff no. like that. Yeah. It's so, a side surf. Yeah, yeah. That's what we forever will we'll still yeah. be calling it. Um, Wizard was after... Uh, what we do yeah so well i don't know if they year, named it, it years might have, later it so. might have been from like some other slalom skating or something like that i don't know but well, we don't yeah. do that we do <laughs> we inline don't. skating so it's uh, it's a side surf that's for sure it's funny could you picture like in 2022 rollerblading and like tony hawk doing a commercial together again i don't think i can it would be super radical well he's too like old he still he's too it, old though. now I mean, he's too old. He, he's too old. They played him out. They played him out, dude. Oh, I mean, like, how yeah. Many, his image, yes. How many his, 720s his images, yes. can you see, like, and still his, sell, like, pizza bagels? It's his, like... His image, yes, get has it. sold out. Yes, I agree with you oh. like that. But just somebody, he's he's still, like, the they, top. They would use P-Rod now. They would they would use P-Rod. Okay, so P-Rod and... they would use... P-Rod, they wouldn't use Tony anymore. P-Rod and Alex Brosco or something like that together. Like, I, I can't picture something like that happening in 2022. And I'm no. honestly surprised it happened back then, too, because, like I said, there was a lot of hostility in the 90s between rollerblading and skateboarding. So the fact that this happened yeah. in the first place was um, I wonder if there was any hostility on set between the two, you know, if there was uh, any problems or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, Gap probably paid a few bucks. so Everyone was OK with it, you know, exactly. They got that Gap money. Yeah. Gap was like, here, here's a check. And everyone's like, OK, we'll behave. <laughs> you know? um, our, our next clip that we're looking at is. Again, a more recent one, but it's still over 20 years old from Zoolander <laughs> in, in 2001. And uh, where's the clip? Here's the clip. Oh, did I lose me? Where's me? We lost you, buddy. What? All right. Well, you can still hear me, though, right? Okay. I can hear you. Okay. But I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take over while you get yourself back in. <laughs> so this scene is from the infamous Zoolander where Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller are um, – well, Owen Wilson's character is trying to hide – Ben Stiller's character from Mugatu and they go into Owen Wilson's place and there's this big ramp, people skating. So there's skateboarders and there's, I think, Kelly Slater, if I'm not mistaken, some surfers, like some uh, little people as well. And there's a goat. But in that <laughs> shot, <laughs> but in that shot, they have like two skateboarders and one person rollerblading and the rollerblader was actually our dear friend and Jump Street alumni, Ray Mendez. Mm -hmm. And... Um, this speaks to a time when some of the pro rollerbladers used to rub shoulders with the uh, with the Hollywood types, and yeah, this is this is actually a cool little scene for blading. Like, and and th that was the cool thing about blading is like it wasn't like there were it wasn't like so much like the Airborns and and the Brink movies where it was like the highlight, but it was like the other big movies where you would just like see like a snippet of it. Mm -hmm. So cool, man! It was like acknowledged as a part of the culture in so many different times back in the past. The choreography so, uh, on it is crazy too. Like they walk there's through Ray. Them, yeah, there's Ray. They walk through them skating on a vert ramp together like that. Yeah. Imagine you're responsible for just taking out Owen Wilson, ruining his whole career. 
Or like Ben Stiller. They were, <laughs> they were probably shook because they're like, you know, Hollywood types who like got, you know, like they're not used to, they have like stunt people to do their stunt yeah. stuff. Yeah. They, they might have had uh, stunt people walking that, through that. Probably, I'm going to actually was. ask Ray. Yeah, that probably was, honestly, because you probably only see their backs, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that might have been. There. That's true. I didn't think about that. That's not them. A hundred percent. I don't know. Hell yeah. We're going to have to ask Ray. Ray, if you're watching this, you're in the chats, you see in this later, put it in the comments down below. We need to know the truth. Because <laughs> that, that's a lot a lot on the line right there. If you have actual A-list celebrities in the middle of the vert ramp like that, because real skaters don't even do that shit. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. A-list celebrities, a.k.a. just some regular people. <laughs> but, but people care about them a lot. So you got to take care of them. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it's a little quickie in the more recent years of skating. Uh, we have more Hollywood movies from the 90s. It was in a, a few of the Mighty Ducks movies. Where We have Mighty Ducks 2 right here. Um, primarily, yes. obviously, a hockey movie. But, you know, yes. rollerblading is in this still. And this is 1994, Mighty Ducks 2. And there's no pro skaters in here at all or anything like that. This is just the kids skating, as far as I know, anyway. First of all, I'm giving a shout out to Emilio Estevez. He was born in Staten Island. So Gordon Bombay, <laughs> huge shout out to my guy. He's a native Staten Islander. Um, and this is one of the coolest. Okay, and I got to say, a lot of us from the 90s, I know a lot of us can attest to this. Um, the medium that brought us into rollerblading was hockey. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know about you, but I know about me for sure. And I know a lot, a lot about friends. And these, these were the kind of catalysts that like push you to go from like hockey, like, you know, in the neighborhood or whatever you're from. I'm sure everyone like they play basketball in the neighborhood. They play baseball. They play hockey. If they have inline skates, they have inline skates. If they play on their sneakers, they play on their sneakers. But this was the thing that like kind of brought the hockey crossed over with like the aggressive. They're like jumping over things. This is what made me get into aggressive right here, straight up, because I used to play hockey in, in like the neighborhoods. And then when you go skate like a few blocks over to someone's neighborhood, I was playing this out. I was acting this out like skating. Oh, what? There's chaos. Jump over. Hmm. Even if there's no chaos, you would just like make chaos and jump over things. Oh, dodge the fire hydrant. Uh, things like that. I don't know. Like th this is like the exciting part about skating for me. And this is what like kind of when I was first young being like, yo, this is. This is cool. I don't know. This is like a, a trend in the 90s, I guess. Obviously, you could tell from all the movies and everything, just like downhill skating fast, in and out of streets, cars, traffic, stuff like that. Every Almost everything in the 90s that has skating in it has something to do with this, you know? So it was very oh, popular. Oh, the climax. Look. I love this. Boom. <laughs> no ramp, right? Who was that? He went from like a kid to a grown man in two <laughs> seconds. I don't know. A lot of these are like... You wonder who who it is, and it's just nobody. And I, I went through the credits of all these videos, as, uh, movies, as much as I could to see what names I recognize. They could have just been some random people. I don't know. But I, I try to point out at least, like, the pro skaters that people would recognize and everything. And right now, according to the live stream, it got our, our stream is temporarily blocked, even though there's no audio playing or anything like that. So it says on my end, temporarily blocked. So hopefully it does come back. So we'll continue carrying on with everything. Hopefully nah, we should cut it, it if it's back. blocked. What's well, the point? it says temporarily blocked. Usually, they just put a, a, a credit on the description when the video actually comes out. So, okay. As far as the live stream, though, I hope it just comes back because it just started now. So, let's uh, we'll carry on as if there are no problems, and <laughs> we'll see what what happens. Okay. Well, I'll talk about it. 
And another thing is too, like they have like uh, I, I like I like the thing in they made characters that can relate to like to several different people. You know, mm-hmm. I like I like that. I like that a lot about uh, yeah about the ducks. It was, was good. On a similar note, I just do have this one clip from Mighty Ducks Three. It's funny just to see this because this came out was 1996, um, and it's just a funny scene because it's pretty similar to the Mighty Ducks Two scene. You know, everyone just skating downhill, and then. For some reason, Goldberg can't skate for some reason and does all this shit pretending not to skate. And I just found it funny because it's actually harder to do this shit than to actually skate normally, you know? Like, he's faking down massive sets of stairs, going like 30 miles an hour, super fast, fakey. Can't see anything. He's covered by a sheet. And just in the real world, this is so out there and outrageous that it would never work. And then I was chased by a pit bull. <laughs> I just, but I gotta be honest, like, even though I'm like, a, as, as what maybe like, maybe what some wizard skaters would describe me as a core <laughs> guy, because I just do the same thing we've been doing for like all this time. Mm-hmm. But um, this is cool to me. Yeah. As a, even as a core dude who loves tricks, I love this choreographed, like, like, choreographed rollerblading is cool man like you know like a downhill scene or something like the da- that the downhill scenes yes are, are, are cool i will agree with you on that i'm just no, saying I, that I, I, like, this is so unrealistic in the real world you know what i mean yes that, it's definitely unrealistic and it's very like, hard I'm, the stuff that he was doing is crazy hard yeah but I, it, I agree but it's like that stuff just looks cool like do you know what i mean like yeah. to me i don't know like he's like going backwards got a, it's interesting it's fascinating like you could do a lot on blades yeah so we're going to, I think we should still continue this. The live stream has ended, officially ended. So no. I think we could do this and maybe upload it somewhere else for people to see, or at least have audio. What do you think we should do? YouTube Billy? shut us down. YouTube shut us down. It says your stream has been stopped. We detected a copyright audio or video. I don't know if it's because like just the live stream aspect of it. I feel like if you upload something with a copyright, YouTube just puts like this person claimed it as whatever. And then they get the royalties from whatever monetization there is or some shit like that. Um, I mean, I, I, if they're going to take it down from the live, they're not going to let it stay up. I don't know. Let's there's only three more things here. Let's just get okay, through let's these three more things. Let's do it. And we lost the live stream. So everybody watching the live stream, thank you all. Sorry for the inconvenience about this, but let's move on to the music video aspect of this because we had a uh, uh, rolling had a cameo in the Hanson song Mbop. Did you ever see this video, Billy? I never seen this until I found I it. I did. I did actually. Okay. Um, my uh, they used to call me and my buddy Dylan Hanson because we were like twelve years old with long hair. We looked like uh-huh. Hanson. <laughs> Because, you know, when you have long hair and you don't have, like, masculine features, like, you know, that's what, how we kind of... <laughs> well, when you're, like, a kid, young. you mean? Yeah, we're too young to have, like... So they used to call us, me and my boy Dylan, they used to say we look like the girls, or they called us Hanson. But so so <laughs> I, I was very familiar with Hanson. <laughs> but it, it's... it's i never seen this video, like I said, until somebody mentioned to us. We asked... Uh, we reached out on Instagram for any skating that people saw in, in movies or whatever. And this video was requested... And I never saw it until, you know, last week. And they actually knew how to kind of skate, at least for like the 90s. They actually kind of knew what they were doing. Obviously, I didn't cut out every part of it, but they start skating again. 
this is a lot of what skating was too in the 90s when you started skating it was just like cruising around with your friends really fast mostly on like a rec blade but they do a couple of jumps and shit so they they kind of knew what they were doing and I think the video in general was just ridiculous as a whole. The skating is actually probably the best part of this. And I'm not even being biased. The most like realistic part and the coolest part of this video was them skating. You know what I mean? Like the rest of it, like yeah. them on the moon, <laughs> like pretty corny. But um, yeah. Just and, some bros having fun. And this video has 128 million views on YouTube right now. Um, that's, and that's, that's after this song was actually popular. So this is probably one of like the most popular things that skating ever was in. If you think about all the millions and millions and millions of people who've seen this video back in the MTV days in the nineties, you know, it's pretty crazy. Dude, that kid is like 10 and he's playing drums and singing. Do they actually play these instruments? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about Hanson, but I don't like it. Did they actually play the music to the song? So they just sang, I thought they just sang. I don't know though, mm. but they're definitely blading. They, I, I would say they blade. There's no stunt doubles in that one. Randy Spicer didn't didn't do like the <laughs> the stunt man for Hanson or anything like that back then. No, no way. Uh, this one is. Oh, we have what? 56 people again somehow. Is it up? I don't know. Um, on my end, I can't get. Let me see. No, we're not no, up. My, my end doesn't work. But we got we got two more. Let's go through these real quick. Maybe we'll upload this to Vimeo or something like that, so people can at least at least see it. Uh, we have two more. <clears throat> this one is the Sunny D commercial that you kind of briefly talked about in the first place, and um, the only name that I got from this one was Chris Edwards in it again. Chris Edwards was like everything in the '90s that had anything to do with skating. Like it went through Chris, and that was it. But this is like the Team Rollerblade type of shit too. Like again with the McDonald's commercial, like the bright colors. The spandex, the like cruising on Venice Beach vibes, not so much aggressive grinding or jumping or anything like that. But for some reason, they're just cruising through the desert and need to have their thirst quenched and find yeah. a refrigerator. It's a oh, really thank God. weird. <laughs> thank God. No purple stuff in this fridge. No. <laughs> just completely, extremely healthy, sunny delight. There's no high fructose corn syrup in that. No way. No way. <laughs> oh my god. I that, you know, that I don't know. That was something that like just, <laughs> this this type of skating and everything is is uh I think I probably would have been hyped as a kid to see this in on TV in general, but Well there was a few. There was a few Sunny D's. Like to be honest, I, I think like I like the one where they see mom and they got the purple stuff. <laughs> this one is a strange yeah. take. Yeah. You know? For people who uh, like weren't alive in the '90s and don't know what this is, like the, the purple fridge is being born. <laughs> we we kept uh we kept referencing the purple stuff. You got to know the Sunny D commercials to know what that's about. Um, yeah, the same thing with those big ass glasses too and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think is that Chris the first guy? No, I don't yeah, know. Chris was in it. Yeah, Chris was definitely in it. Yeah, but we're gonna round this out with a big one, and by big one I mean. Batman. <laughs> oh, man. We also talked about this on the show before because we had Ezekiel Anderson on who was part of the stunt crew for this, and he talked about it. We actually have like a highlight clip of it on YouTube. Um, but Batman and Robin on Ice, 1997. Uh, Zeke Anderson was in this. Uh, Chris Mitchell, Corey Miller. They're like the, what are they called? The Ice Thugs is what they're called. Um, and there's, I don't understand this because there's ice skating and rollerblading simultaneously happening. Am I wrong in saying that? Like, how does that even work? Uh, it, 
I think it's just rollerblading. There was there was ice skaters on one side, and then oh, like right here when they aren't they on ice skates in the beginning here? Are those rollerblades? No, I think I think that they just make the floor look like ice. Oh, uh, rollerblades. Okay, because yeah. it shows them rolling and it shows them stair riding on this. See side. their stairs, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought it's like just... one side was ice skating, one side was rollerblading or something. No, it's just rollerblades. Um, but they have like the floor like set up look icy and stuff. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in this too. So big, huge celebrities with these guys skating around them too. And, and Val uh, Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Wow. Another '90s name, Zeke. Oh, oh shit, I lost the fucking thing. All right, whatever. Fuck it. This this episode's gone to shit anyway. <laughs> Zeke says he still gets residual checks for this. <laughs> this video this movie which yeah. is pretty crazy no it, it doesn't shock me like a lot of the opportunities that skaters in the 90s had paid like you know calvin told me he made like up to like like around like a hundred thousand for the frosted flakes commercial what oh damn yeah. that's crazy mm -hmm. i didn't know yeah because yeah like i think it's the first payment of like 50 or sixty thousand. then like you get like royalties from like european like yeah like another like 20,000 from like when they started airing it in Europe and then Whoa. like residuals as time went, you know, commercials is a great gig. Yo, a hundred, hundred thousand dollars in the nineties as like a 15 year old. Holy crap. It's, it's a, it's a great gig. It, it, it's weird. Like some of the discrepancies and gigs in this world, like, you know, people who are like building our actual shelters are getting like minimum wage. <laughs> yeah. I know. And then like, be like, oh, dude, you were in like a commercial from 20 years ago. Here's another bunch of stupid money. You know, yeah. How funny. are you still getting paid for shit like this? It's crazy. It's awesome. I mean, I need to. Can someone get me in a commercial? Oh, That'd yeah, definitely. It's definitely awesome. I think the movies are the ones that pay that you get residual checks from. But all of them are, are still good. Anybody? Okay. I mean, I'm sure he got probably got paid from Foster Flex more than anything else in skating, which is crazy to think about, you know? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, probably. I mean, I know that back in the day he was like contest first places were pretty good too. So, but yeah, mm. probably like lump sum one thing. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. No, definitely. But wow, what an interesting episode! They shut us down. <laughs> the man got us. They shut us down. What? So, well, what we know is that blading still isn't ready for the mainstream because YouTube isn't even ready to have us on there. No, no. <laughs> they don't want us. No, they don't want us. So, well, I mean, we'll I, I was hoping to have like some questions and some banter and some chat with the live stream, but we got cut off the live stream, so we don't even have that anymore. Um, Billy, any any final thoughts on blading in the mainstream? I don't know what to do, bro. I've never been shut down in this way, so I feel like kind of <laughs> violated. But um, I don't know what to do. Do I leave my thoughts on blading in the mainstream? Yeah. Blading in the mainstream is cool. I don't know if anyone's going to see this, but blading <laughs> in the mainstream oh, was um, the things that hooked me in when I was younger. The the crossover between like you know blading and hockey, blading and and culture, and like all these things, uh, you know, modes of transportation. Um, they were got me hooked in. I would love to see blading in the mainstream more, but you know, proper representation would be cool. Mm -hmm. Probably never going to get that, so we just got to keep on keeping on. But it's cool to see. It's I'll just leave it at that. For me, it's just cool to see. I love seeing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was huge, obviously, in the 90s. I think it could still come back in, in skating. Maybe not as popular, but, you know, Alita was only a few years ago, and skating was in it, and they did it pretty well. So I think there's still opportunities out there.
for skating to blow up and be in mainstream in whether movies or commercials, probably more likely in, in commercials than, than movies. But you know, whatever gets skaters paid because there's obviously not a lot of money in the industry, but if some of our best guys and girls could get a few bucks from being in commercials and movies and, that's a, a great way to be able to have rollerblading as like a viable career path, you know, if it works out that way for some people. Um, I think we're ready for it. I'm ready for it. I think, I mean, I think, you know, I talked about this with Rob G a while ago, but we've been ready, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I think so too. If Sunny D called you up tomorrow, would you do a commercial with him? No, I would do the responsible thing and try to pick the best candidate that helps make skating look good. And that's another reason a lot of the times when individuals get opportunities, instead of thinking what would be best for blading, they're just like, oh, cool, me. Mm-hmm. And they make it about them. Nah, you got to, <clears throat> especially if you're an older blader, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> like, uh, you know, who've, who's had these opportunities. I feel like if they get those opportunities again, they just take them. But if you're an older blader, it's your responsibility to kind of invest in like the future and like plant those new seeds. Mm-hmm. So if someone approached me like, hey, Billy, want you to be in this, I'd be like, you know what? I got a great couple of guys, you know, John Bellino, uh, Dominic Bruce, things like that. We got to get those guys out there because they're the cool ones. We're not that cool anymore. <laughs> I don't know if we ever were. I don't know if we ever were. But at Once the end the of the day, start um, coming in. Bro, why you, why you, now I feel attacked. Now I I'm really talking about attacked. me. I got gray hairs all over. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was I'm actually kidding. talking I, about me, honestly, in that situation. <laughs> but yeah, we, we all got the gray hairs now. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, I think it is ready. I just, I, I would like to see not like uh, a copy of what had already been done with the same people that had already done it. I would just like to see something new and fresh. And I think it's there. So mm-hmm. it'd be cool. Yeah, I think it's there too. Uh, I wish we were live right now, but we are not. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to see this. We had to at least put the audio up for people and then maybe pull something off. But for the people who stuck it out, thank you so much. If this does make it anywhere. Go back to YouTube and subscribe and like the video. <laughs> if not, I guess we'll catch you on the next one, right? I don't even know how to end this right now. I'm, I'm so lost. I think we just say if you were able to see this, thank you very much. Uh, we're sorry we had we we took a risk and we used some things that were copyrighted and we paid the price for it. So um, if you <laughs> can see this, fantastic. If you can't, you're not going to hear me say sorry that you can't. And uh, maybe if you're only hearing this, then. Uh, I hope it's still somewhat enjoyable. But all, all the clips that, are on YouTube as well. If you are listening to this, all the clips I got off YouTube, you could YouTube reference all of these clips and that'll be that. So thank you all. We have another podcast coming for you soon again that hopefully won't get blocked and we'll see you there. Later, everybody. <laughs>